Hey Sam. Hey Sam. What's up, Sam? Hi Sam. What's up? <laughs> We're oh, just gonna keep saying hi. <laughs> I just, I just, I know. I just uh, opened up a cold one with my boy Sam. Ooh. Ooh. What's up? I'm drinking a little, a little beer. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. I'm not drinking right now. I'm driving. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> How's your week? How's you doing? Uh, it's going well. So, um, I guess my shit is that I'm alone for the week. My supervisor is out of town, so I'm in charge of the office. But my giggle is that I'm in charge of the office. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so it's cool. It's like me being on top of all the immigration cases and like answering questions, taking messages, doing everything that he does, but on my own. The only hard part is when I'm trying to but like. better. <laughs> I don't know about that, yet. But um, <laughs> the only hard part is when I'm like sorting through the mail and calls come in. I'm like, I'm trying to do the mail, like I'm trying to see what immigration told us last night, like. Yeah. But yeah, like that's cool. It's not too bad. What about you? Shit and giggle. Hmm. My shit would have to be that I'm sore mm. from working out. I don't know why. For some reason, the workout that I did yesterday was especially tiring for me, so I've been kind of sore, mm-hmm. and then my giggle is that uh, uh, Mirta, mm-hmm. she is going to drive me home to LA for the holidays, and I was going to take Megabus because I was like, I don't know how I'm going to get home, and Mirta said she wasn't going to go home, yeah. so now I have a ride home, so I'm really happy. Hey. That I don't have to take the bus. <laughs> hey, you're gonna be here. Yay. And Mirtha's yeah, gonna and we're gonna get here. lit together. What's good? Mm, What's I'm good? excited for that. <laughs> I just need to have y'all's gifts ready. <laughs> oh, I'm dude. I'm. That's another shit. I've so all the money I've spent on gifts for like my 80 family members. Ugh. I think I'm just gonna like support like Viva Cosmetics and buy everyone like makeup. That's what I'm thinking. Buy them highlights and shit. <laughs> yeah. And then they're going to know how much I love them based um, on, like, the gift I got them. <laughs> good. <laughs> hey. Okay. Sam, can you tell us what our intro song is this week? Yeah, absolutely. Um, We're actually not going to do an intro song. Want to know why? Why, Sam? Why? Why? I know y'all love the intro songs, but I know y'all only listen for the intro songs. But um, the real reason. <laughs> <And> they <were laughs> like fun. Yeah, they're like, okay, that's it. <laughs> they're going to talk now. But the reason we're not doing an intro song is because this is going to be another music episode, which I'm sure y'all probably figured out from the title of the episode. But yeah, it's going to be another music episode. We really loved recording the first one. That was our first episode ever for just a Salvi artist. But this time we're going to do all of the Mujeres de Centro America, and each Mujer is representative of one country. Obviously, there are many more artists and many more performers and singers. Mm -hmm. But these are the ones that we chose that are just mujeres with, like, dope songs, dope themes, and feminist fucking vibes, you know? Yes. And so to localize our discussion, we're doing um, Central American women. So the seven countries of Central America Mm -hmm. are Guatemala, Belize, El Salvador, Honduras, Nicaragua, Panama, and Costa Rica. And so we're going to go ahead and, like, switch back and forth between Sandra and my choices we each chose a country and then just went into it we're just looking for an artist who's a woman we didn't really specify what genre what anything really <laughs> just a woman from that country and the reason we chose to yeah, do this we just picked yeah. songs that stood out to us yeah so the reason we did this is because we we you know we talked about music by women and how like powerful it is and we don't really hear about music from Central America when we did our first episode, our Salvi playlist. It was kind of hard to find Salvadorian artists. So we definitely wanted to like showcase more Central American artists. But we wanted to showcase Central American women who do music because, you know, artists, well, musicians who are women tend to put out, I feel, more powerful music. And so why not showcase Central American women and show the power that these women have and the talent? I mean, yeah, that's, like, exactly why I wanted to do it, too. I just, I like women, I am a woman, and I like femme, and I like femme energy, and 
the more I can have that in my life, the more I want it. And especially if it's coming from a Central American woman. Yes. So that's why. And it and our playlist, I'm so excited. Just like on my end, and then I can I know I'm on Sam's end. It's gonna be so everything is gonna be so diverse. The yes. genres, the people. Yes. It's gonna be so lit. This is I'm so excited for this playlist. Yeah. I, I really hope y'all love it. Soon. Okay. Yeah. All right, so our first country is going to be Panama. So the artist that I chose is Lorna. So my approach to choosing all the artists was I was trying to go for different genres. So um, just how every country in Central America is different, so the artists also do different sounds. So Lorna was born in Panama in 1983, and I chose her because she's a female rapper slash reggaeton artist. So for me, and I'm sure for a lot of people, reggaeton was such a good thing growing up and i love the emergence of it it has a nostalgia effect on me still and one of my favorite reggaeton artists was evie queen mostly because she was about female empowerment and lorna reminds me of her because both are sexually liberated women singing about being sexually liberated and so the song i chose is actually a fairly well-known song it's called papi chulo te traigo mm, which low-key went viral in europe and was <laughs> europeans first exposure to reggaeton The song actually went number one in France and was even known in Turkey and Pakistan. So it's a song that we're definitely all going to know and remember, or I hope we all know and remember. But the thing is that I really want to like point out is that we didn't know it was made by a woman from Panama. So this whole time we've been supporting a Panamanian artist and we didn't even know, which I think is awesome. I'm really happy that you brought up this reggaetonera from Panama because recently there was a thread that I think shook a lot of people mm-hmm. by Casey Paris Daly, who's Jamaican and Panameño. Mm-hmm. And he basically was talking about the roots of Panama in reggaeton and how reggae in Espanol was actually the origins of reggaeton. Even before Puerto Rico got all on it, like 20 years before that. And it's a really amazing thread and I want to credit Casey Paris Daily, and I really recommend just learning about how it was West Indian Panamanians in Panama that created this genre of reggaeton that I feel like is so, I mean, I was like a fifth grader up doing gasolina when I probably should not have. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, everyone, I feel like every Latino loves reggaeton. I mean, even if they don't, they have a lot of nostalgia with it. Mm-hmm. So, I just want to credit this because a lot of people don't really talk about the movements especially the movements in music in latino america from uh, afro latinos yeah so yeah shout out to this thread that really he he also pulled a lot of sources you know it wasn't Mm. just like oh this is my own thing he pulled out sources he got receipts and it was a really good thread and i really recommend that you learn from it and we're gonna link it on our website yeah so i'm excited that you brought up a reggaetonera yes I think it's a good start to it. It's just going to get folks lit. Mm-hmm. I know exactly this fucking song, too. So <laughs> yes. I'm just ready to get lit in my room. Just like, yeah. All right. Okay. So this right here is Papi Chulo, Te Traigo mm, by Lorna. So that was Lorna with Papi Chulo, Te Traigo mm. And again, I'm sure we all hopefully recognize that song from growing up in 
2000s. What do you think of it, Sandra? Yo, that song. I, I just got so much nostalgia, <laughs> and I was so hyped. I was just in my room, like, papi papi, just feeling it. Oh, I love it. Oh, my God. <laughs> This is yes. such a great choice. This is such a great start. Yes. I haven't thought I about this song in her. years, dude. And I love her too. <laughs> I, at the end, she's just grabbing these dudes' asses, fucking at the club. Like, yeah, bitch, yes. I got all these dudes on my fucking. Yeah, oh my yes. god, I love it. And she just, all the braids. Dude, we need to. Mm-hmm. I need to start step wearing braids. Up. I want to step up my braid game because I don't own any. Be an art hoe. Yes, I am an art uh, hoe. Uh, she's so amazing. I was mentioning to you that she has like other music that she put out, mm-hmm. and they're all very sexually liberated songs. But I chose this one mostly for the nostalgia factor, just because <laughs> your reaction alone tells me just how much it meant to you growing up. Like. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I love reggaeton. Like, I, I mean, reggaeton is super problematic, but it's like a, mm-hmm. our problematic faves, you know, and yeah. Evie Queen is the only real reggaetonera that I really knew growing up, and now I'm just thinking about this and seeing Lorna and mm-hmm. being happy that there's just another woman like owning her sexuality, being this bad fucking bitch. Oh my god, it just yeah. hypes me up so much. And thank you, Sam. This, I mean, this could end the episode right there. Like, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That's, that's all it. Need that's, to hear. that's all you need to know about Central American women. <laughs> no, that's about you. <laughs> no, not at all. But it's so good. Oh man, I'm yes. just okay. I'm like, give me a little second to recover, cause I'm gonna, I'm slowing down. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna align your energy. I'm gonna do like a semi despedida with this song, a semi bendición. Okay. So the next artist that I'm doing is from Costa Rica. Her name is Guadalupe Urbina, and she is mm-hmm. a famous folk singer-songwriter. And a lot of her mm-hmm. music is her kind of creating these imaginative stories about a traditional ancient folklore that her parents told her, and they were campesinos and kind of digging into that more indigenous and Afro-centric Central American identity. And she gained a lot of recognition for her music in Europe. And in Costa Rica, after she had lived in Europe for a while, she came back and she created an organization for kids and the exploration of the arts, so promoting arts for children. Her music is what I describe is just like this extremely spiritual and a lot of her songs really explore themes of like divine femininity especially rooted in Central American folklore and Mesoamerican folklore so it's very it felt very deep when I listened to it like I felt very emotional immediately I was like damn and it made me happy that she was just naming all these places in Central America. And you'll you'll listen to it because it's it's pretty intense, but I think it's very beautiful. So yeah, okay. the song is Orígenes by Guadalupe Urbina. A la orilla de la luna habita el mar, de donde surgió la montaña. A los pies de la montaña se levanta mi selva lluviosa, tropical. Y en el fondo de la selva con la lluvia, Le crecía el lutero a mi madre En el fondo de la selva con la lluvia Le crecía el lutero a mi madre Y en brazos de Tlazolotiot hizo chiquetzal Y bajo hechizos de Ximucané Yo palpitaba 
la piedra bajo aguaceros de octubre y desde entonces fui lluvia, fui mujer hecha imagen y semejanza de la madre tierra Yo, did you feel shook? I was shook to my roots I don't know, I just felt like I was on a drug the whole time. <laughs> like, I was just I know, absorbed. her music is... Yeah, her music is very... Like, her voice is so powerful. Mm -hmm. That's, like, the first thing that struck to me was just how strong her voice was and the way that she strains her voice, mm -hmm. but in, like, this really beautiful way. It kind of... Okay, that reminds me of, like, the Shakira, like, the... Uh, yeah, but... In like a more refined way, yes. but in a more refined way, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, the video that they and, sent. Um, yes. I, shout out to that artist also, just because that art was really incredible and like had a way of like really keeping you engaged with what was being said and like what the messages were. And I don't know, I just felt like it was honestly an experience all together. Yeah, it definitely was when I first heard it. I was I didn't watch that video. I heard it on Spotify. Oh, I was just what? listening to it on Spotify. She's on Spotify, by the way, if y'all want to check her out. Mm -hmm. And she, a lot of her other music is equally as riveting, and it like kind of shakes you to your core and gets under your skin, but in a really, I feel deep kind of way. And yeah, I heard it in at work, and I was like, "What is this? Who is this woman?" <laughs> it was just intense. Like I felt this kind of. Like my skin tingling and you know, semenchino la piel, all that kind of shit. Yeah. And I just liked her a lot. And I listen to her pretty regularly now too. And she's, mm, I think, hitting 60. And she, but she is a very interesting performer. And there's a lot of videos of just her performing online. And I just really recommend her music. I, I really like it. I like kind of folksy type of ballady music. So this is something kind of more up my alley. And I just really liked her themes. And then she she talks about places that are like amazing cornerstones of Central America. She also shouts out Teotihuacan. And just all these places that are really famous to kind of Mesoamerica and ancient indigenous. But really talking about like, that's what I said, divine femininity, right? The ancient mother, mother earth. And a lot of her themes have to do with these very spiritual, legendary women and her honoring them with her music. I think a lot of her music is super beautiful. Nice. I'm definitely going to check out more of her that was really really good thank you yes I mean shout out to the Central American woman honestly we're only two songs in and I'm already like I know my skin everything. is like yeah. my skin feels I felt my ass shake I felt my skin shake I felt everything <laughs> already yes okay and to continue on in the theme of powerful Central American women our next country is Guatemala and the artist that I've chosen is Sara Kuruchich. She's of Gachiquel ethnicity. So she sings about eth indigenous resistance in Guatemala. So a bit of context, Guatemala is actually one of the countries in all of Latin America that has a really large indigenous population. And because of this, it makes for interesting politics, interesting culture, but it's still very much indigenous communities are subjugated under the mestizo community. So Sara is outspoken about the indigenous women and the discrimination they face so women in general face discrimination due to the patriarchy and indigenous people face discrimination from mestizos due to their quote unwillingness unquote to give up their customs so indigenous women face double the level of discrimination and because of this and so the song that i've chosen is i don't really want to like mess it up but it's like Valcual ulu which translates to Hijas mm -hmm. y Hijos de la Tierra. And it's a song which is a, a soundtrack to the documentary 500 Years, which details indigenous communities in Guatemala. So as I mentioned, she sings about indigenous struggles and about how Guatemala is turning a blind eye to indigenous struggles. She wants more attention to the indigenous community in the hopes of making things better for them. She acknowledges that her presence can help other indigenous women share their stories since not many women choose to be the storytellers through songs. 
and she has another song called Ichoki, which is an ode to indigenous Kachiko woman as well. I couldn't find enough info on the translation for that song because it's all in the indigenous language, but the link for that song will also be on our post. Um, the song, this one, the Hijos y Hijas de la Tierra, we'll go ahead and check that out right now. It's half in the Ichoki language and half in Spanish. So hopefully folks vibe with it. Dude, that song was really great. And the video especially, the way that it's paired, it just goes really well and it really shows the kind of intention of the song of being, you know, very activist-driven mm -hmm. and just how the indigenous community in Guatemala is still staying fighting for equality. Yes. You know, keeping people and the government accountable for their war crimes and their murdering and just complete discrimination of the indigenous community. So it's really refreshing to see such a young girl so down for her community mm -hmm. She's and like also being talented. Yes. Mm -hmm. Ah, I love her so much and I, I definitely want to check out more of her stuff. So my approach, as yeah. I said earlier, was like trying to do different genres. So Sara does a lot more like folk slash rock songs but all like you mm -hmm. said with that activist mindset and activist driven agenda which i think is beautiful especially for an indigenous woman to be taking like charge of it's just wonderful yeah taking charge of like her agency and really mm -hmm. wanting to care and invest in her community and also she is featured in a film yes like damn okay yes. cool <laughs> just my song casually in a documentary about the 500 years of indigenous people you know mm. that have just happened yep. and i think it's also really good because that whole question of like where did the maya go where did the maya disappear you know asking about mm. you know where did the indigenous people go and it's like they were never gone they yeah. never left they're still here they yes. were systematically killed yep. but they didn't all disappear so it's good to see someone taking ownership of their identity and being so i guess forward with it yes uh, i'm happy you liked it no it was beautiful the video and everything i'm really excited i haven't seen that documentary we saw a documentary about the indigenous resistance and 20 years after the the war the civil war in guatemala yes but i'm very interested in this movie because i've never seen it yeah same that's on our list okay. to check out. So my next uh, song is from Honduras, and it's from Las Chicas Roland, which is this punta group. So a little background, I was kind of just looking into seeing, you know, obviously any female artist from Honduras. This is like one of the first things I found on Google, legitimately. And I clicked on their video, and it's this exact video that I clicked on. That was the first song I ever heard. And I was like, oh, cool, like, this is Punta. And then I realized that it was, uh, it was like a Garifuna woman singing in Spanish and Garifuna. And I was like, oh, this is lit, this is cool. Yes. It was just a fun Punta song and the video super cute. And then I was looking into more and I got really confused because it's the same name, Las Chicas Roland or Las Chicas Roland, something they add a S. Yeah. 
And there was another one that was more recent from like 2015. Mm -hmm. And it was a completely different group of women. So I'm very confused uh, if, if this is like a new generation of Las Chicas Roland. And also the front woman of this new generation, uh, she is not Garifuna, she's Mestiza. So obviously she's not singing in Garifuna. And also it's less punta driven or it, it doesn't have that big of a punta focus. It's more, as we like to call it, commodified and washed down for the mainstream. So it's kind of whack. I mean, the power to them, they're still Afro-Latina. I just said where they're whack. But they're still Afro-Latina, <laughs> Afro Afro-Honduran women in the group. Mm -hmm. But it just doesn't feel like this really rich Punta group as it was before when it was basically all Garifuna women mm -hmm. and them getting down to their Punta music. So I'm very confused because I don't really see anything beyond 2009 with this specific group of women that we will have in the video and that we will link below in our posts. But I'm trying to figure out because I found the name of the front woman in the new group yeah. trying to look for the name of the front woman in the old group oh. and just the name of the women in general so i have i don't even know the name of these girls like they're they're women not girls but i'm trying to find out like who they are and like what happened to them like why is there a complete group with the same exact name yeah so this is a mystery that i've been trying to investigate but dude shout out to like all the catrachas out there and all the garifunas out there shout out to yana on twitter who yes. i recently saw a video on like what is garifuna and like her garifuna identity mm -hmm. yeah i hope that because she says she listens to this podcast i hope she likes this song yeah i'm really excited to show you this uh, video it's super cute and they fucking get down i'm excited so for it's it. gonna it's gonna energy is gonna go up again the energy is gonna yes. go up hey i'm excited for this i love punta okay. i do too <laughs> Te conocí en una fiesta en la cual estabas tú There's already so the tío passed out on the floor, <laughs> and then the tía that's like getting really, really lit, and you're kind of like, yeah, watch out, your dress is getting a little high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's okay, he's passed out. <laughs> not exactly. And then and the kids are just like, fuck, not again. Like, <laughs> and the oldest son is like, I fuck, I gotta drive. Like, fuck. <laughs> and then all the heels are like thrown across the floor, and... or in hand. I love it. Uh, Mm -hmm. but yes that was a very beautiful yes. song and just made me want to dance definitely gave that energy that you were saying we we're gonna get back on it was definitely there i felt so much for it and mm -hmm. it was just so incredible 
I know. I know, I really like them, and that's why I'm telling you that I'm trying to figure out who this front woman is, and because she's so confident, she just steals a man, like, the first 30 seconds of the song. <laughs> she's like, let me take your man. Bitch, you ain't doing enough with him. <laughs> it's true. And yeah, it's, it's like... so good. Yeah. I know. I mean, he was keeping an eye on her. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I think it was, like, definitely yeah. mutual, and, like, the other woman just felt like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I accept defeat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that breakdown but, felt like like no finisher. i really like them <laughs> i mean that breakdown finished everybody dude yeah no yeah high key it was just like if you survive that breakdown you're sore for the next four days <laughs> and i'm happy that they were just like the first group that i found when i was like female yeah. that it was just such a great thing to just see the first thing i clicked and that was it Okay. So our next artist is going to be from El Salvador. Since we already did a Our Salvi playlist episode, I didn't abide by the rules and choose an artist strictly from El Salvador. They're, they were born in L.A., Inglewood specifically, and um, they're Afro-Latina. Yay. Yeah, so they're Afro-Salvi. It's Savi. So I'm sure we've heard mm-hmm. of Savi. They were on Cobra Starships, You Make Me Feel Like, and also Britney Spears. Really? Drop Dead Beautiful. Oh, shit. Yeah, so. Oh, my God. Yeah, so. Throwback, yep. dude. I just got, like, early high school, yep. like, late middle school yep. vibes. Yep. She was, Whoa. she was popping in, like, 2010, 2011. And she's from Inglewood. She's from L.A. And so she has this song. She has a couple of songs with Tyga and Wale. So like she she knew people that were up and coming. Although I still feel like Wale's still up and coming. <laughs> Wale's been up and coming yeah. for like a decade. Six yeah. Years. <laughs> <laughs> like it's gonna it's yeah. it's gonna be his summer next summer, yeah. But um the ch- the song that I chose is Cali Love, where she features Tyga. I was really trying hard to find a version without Tyga, just because I'm not the biggest fan of him. But unfortunately, I couldn't. Yeah, find Tyga's her. pretty wack. Yeah, I don't, I don't like. <laughs> but I think she's beautiful. She is that a pupusa? Of, uh, I'm sorry, I just like a pupusa. I mean, is that a tamale? Where? Oh, and the. But sorry, I'm I'm looking at like the first scene of this song. Yes. This music video. It looks like there's. A... And I just see a. Oh my god! I just see a tamal staring straight at me as I'm waiting <laughs> for this video to load. Yeah. So damn, this person's legit. Already confirming that this is a legit person. They have yeah. a tamale with the banana leaf yeah. as like their first scene. Yeah. So um, her, her mom that was like is a, the... unnecessary introduction. No, no, it's fine. So her mom is the the Salvi one, and her dad is either African American or black. Not sure how long he's been in the U.S. But yes. Yeah, so this is Savi with Tyga Cali Love. So as I was saying, she reminds me of Aaliyah. She's very beautiful. Uh, she actually has a song that came out in 2016 called Glow where she's trying to go for more of the, the natural look. So she has her natural hair and very feminist oriented. I didn't choose that song because I feel like Cali Love, you know, I just vibe with it because I'm from LA. And I don't know, it's a very feel-good song. Let's see if folks vibe with it. This is, again, Savi with Cali Love.
reaching my sun black I'm heading to my night spot City lights in my backdrop We cruising down my block Bobbing heads to that Tupac like la, 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 la. That song made me miss home so much. <laughs> I miss LA so yeah, much. It has a, I, uh, yeah. it has a huge yeah. LA factor. And I don't know, I think it was really well done. It made me think of high school a lot just because of her fashion style. <laughs> I know it did. Uh, <laughs> it was just well done. I'm kind of sad that she like faded away from the radio. But, I know. Yeah. Where is she? Is Central American Twitter finder and <laughs> maker number one again. <laughs> She's so beautiful, and then she like has a shot of Randy's donuts, and Randy's donuts is so good. She just is so LA in the best type of way, and it makes me so happy that it's just like this Afro Salvi woman just being super cute living her best life and loving where she's from and then her mom shout out to her mom who's in the first scene who had the tamale that I was referring to earlier <laughs> right next to her I love how she's like mija feliz <laughs> I know like, <laughs> I know I was like ma <laughs> she's like I vote oh man I vote <laughs> I don't know I thought it was really well done Oh my god. No, it was so a cute. Good choice. No, it was a great choice. I also like the piñata in the background with the little pelotas inside, the plastic ones that you get at Los Callejones. I yeah. fucking love that shit. So, my last song is from Nicaragua. It is this woman named Norma Elena Gadea. Mm -hmm. And so Norma Elena Gadea is, from what I've gathered, kind of like a crown jewel in Nicaragua, like, everyone loves her. She's just this highly revered woman. So, her claim to fame, or what boosted her into fame, was in the late 70s. She had a song, an album called Flor de Pino, which was an homage to Augusto Sandino, who was the famous Nicaragua, Nicaraguan revolutionary against the U.S. military occupation and the U.S.-sponsored Somoza dynasty, dictator dynasty, which, you know, brought out the Nicaraguan revolution. And she released this song a year before the last so Somoza, the last Anastasio Somoza was basically pushed out of office and pushed out of, like, their dictatorship. So she, all of her music at that era was a part of the Nueva Cancion folk music movement, which was brought on with uh, Luis Enrique Mejia Godoy and Carlos Mejia Godoy. Mm -hmm. And they were just huge people in that movement. And it's just kind of motivational folk music for the people to protest, to rebel. And a lot of this is just kind of, you know, counter-government music and you know, pushing for socialism and i really liked it because first of all just the history of this woman is so amazing and she was just very successful after that with all of her music and her albums and she is a beautiful singer too and she's collaborated with a lot of the really famous nueva cancion folk singers there's also a really good concert that i watched that's about an hour and 30 minutes on youtube that I highly recommend you go watch. And it's just like a music that someone recorded and they put on YouTube. And oh. it's just her singing a bunch of songs from that era. And just a lot of like Nicaraguense music. All people from Nicaragua. And she's just like this revolutionary feminist. And she also has a lot of feminist music. And I'm just like, yeah, down for radical women. So yep. I wanted to show you this song, Sam, because... We all just need to be radical fans, you know? Yes. I'm excited for this. I love history. La mujer es un planeta con heridas en el alma cinco siglos calle arriba Luchando por su alborada, la mujer es un poema, desangrado en mi guitarra, mar violento, río dulce. 
dulce barro rojo, caña brava. La mujer es el comienzo de nuestra antigua esperanza, mariposa de colores por la vida maltratada. La mujer es el futuro en los ojos de mi madre, en las manos de mi hija y en el vientre de mi patria. La mujer, la mujer, la mujer, la mujer. Wow. Just wow. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> She's so great. I love her voice. She has this very demanding voice in a good way where it's like you're just enthralled with everything she's gonna say all the wisdom she's gonna pour out to you and you just want to hear her say more and i don't know i feel like she just uh you know like it became an instagram trend to wear those like fitness the future shirts yeah and yeah i feel like she she was was talking about about that yes exactly so it was just like she was speaking out on this way before you know it became commodified for social media consumption so i thought it was beautiful just like all the lines that she was saying and everything i don't even know how to describe it just all the it was very beautiful and very poetic everything that she was talking about and then she talks about intergenerational women where it's like mi madre and me y mi hija and just this glow of women and women are everything and without women you have nothing and you need to respect women for you to have a real revolution for you to have a real country a real government and still very political but still very motivational yeah i just love it ah that was really beautiful Mm -hmm. i want to check out a lot more of her just because i like the the rustic sound to it also i grew up listening to a lot of music like this like very dramatic very like maybe not yeah. motivational but like had powerful things to say and yeah 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 i, wanna I liked a lot of like mm-hmm. i really like that kind of like bolero type of sound just like yeah. that kind of ballad baladas i really like just that pure raw voice yeah and so like that's all you need you know and she really just brings it home like her voice you feel the power in it and she, oh she's so amazing <laughs> She really is. So who's our last artist, Sam? Our last artist is from the country of Belize. So our artist is Denise Castillo, born in Belize in 1989. She's a reggae artist and is commonly known in Belize. So again, my approach was trying to do diversity. So I did Lorna with reggaeton, Sara with rock slash acoustic, Sabi for hip hop slash R&B, and Denise is our reggae slash dance hall person and has a wonderful production Dude, I'm value. so psyched. Yep. Ah, mm-hmm. and she just makes you want to dance. It's going to be so lit. Yep. She's yes. been active for I'm... years. <laughs> uh, and this is her latest project, actually. It dropped in 2017, so very recent-ish. I think it came out early 2017, but it's still from this year. And the song is called Sunny Like It. So hope you all enjoy it. You know what I like. Me run up on the door and me baby that Me ready for action and no maybe that Baby caress me slow and massage me back Baby come me got all night Skin to skin, why put it on me? Look a rough, rough, why make it hurt sweet? Baby, make it hurt sweet Make it, make it, make it hurt, make it hurt sweet When you're ready, baby, come get it Love your heart and baby, come take it Get all night for you Come and get me in the mood Some me like it, some me want, some me need it Some me like it, some me want, some me need it Some me like it, some me want, some me need it Some me need it Bound to, baby, make we switch position. Me on you like skin to lotion. Real sweat room intoxication. I got it bad for you. Dude, 
right? Ah, it's yeah. just so amazing. Makes you want to dance. Makes you want to... I wish it were longer, honestly. That's all I really need. I know, it's a really <laughs> short song. But it's so... Yeah. It's so sexy. Ugh. And I love the Carib vibes. Obviously, this is Belize, so... It's nice. That's a really good um, transition into all these genres and then ending it with dance hall and things that are a little more Caribbean inspired. I really like it. And it also goes to show like Belize is really, really diverse as a country too. Belize is lit. <laughs> I mean, Belize is very like, lit. Thing on Twitter right now of like, if you could go to any Central American country other than like the one where you hail from, where would you go? And for me, that would be Belize. Just because of that vid, that film we watched at the film fest, this song, it just makes me really want to experience a bit of what it's like to be in Belize. Yeah, I have a few Belizean friends that I met in college, and they always just talk mm -hmm. about going home to their home country and just chilling and having fun. And Belize sounds like a beautiful place, and that yeah. is definitely on my list. So happy! Shout out to Denise for listening. Yeah, shout out to Denise wow. Castillo. Mm -hmm. So good. No, so that that was it. Those were our seven countries, our seven mujeres. Oh well, seven, six mujeres, and then a group of punta mujeres. Ah, it was great, dude. I am so, so happy. Yep. I I knew it was gonna be great, and I knew it was gonna be amazing, but I didn't know it was gonna be this amazing. Same. I thought it was gonna be like good vibes good things to listen to but like we hit all the bases i feel and we just uh i feel so good i want to listen to so much more i want to listen to that breakdown on the punta song that um, <laughs> yes. Costa Rican song when i'm feeling some kind of existential way um the um, mm -hmm. the one from the nicaraguan woman i want to definitely show to my mom just her powerful voice yeah. i'm sure my mom would appreciate it oh i know my mom would uh, love her yeah uh, it was beautiful. I know there's so many people that I want to follow on social media, being like, okay, so when is your next project? Yeah. I'm definitely gonna add Lorna to my Get Lit playlist. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just completely forgot that song existed. Oh man. <laughs> dude, Panama, do they all know how to get down? Yes, yes, yes. Samela. Uh, it just uh, goes to show the amazing amount of creativity, the amazing amount of power that women have, and mm -hmm. just, you know, you never, you should never limit women because look at the amazing things that they create. Yes. Uh, it just makes me so proud to be a Central American woman, a Central American femme. I love it. I am glad that we did this. I love music episodes. I love Radio so, Menea. Shout out to Radio Menea. They are mm -hmm. such inspo to me for these episodes that we are making. So shout out to them. And uh, Perez and Vero, they had an amazing panel at Pulgasterio. And they really inspired me. And they were like, we want to hear more music from Latin America. So make more Latin American <laughs> music podcasts. So I'm like, okay, here you go, girls. This is for you, you know? Yes. So, okay, Sam. Los puedes despedir? self-care again <laughs> okay so self-care this is going to be self-care as a means of coping with hard days so for folks who struggle with mental illness depression in particular it's hard to see an end to the stormy weather or bad thoughts or the negative image of self that you may have so this cannot be fixed through caring for yourself i just want to make that clear in the beginning care for yourself is supposed to go hand in hand with your mental illness so, like, we can't expect every day to be an absolutely amazing day. So we can't also expect every day to be an absolutely terrible day. Self-care is a means for you to understand what works for you and what can help you cope so that a terrible day ends up feeling as a pretty bad day and not an absolutely horrible day. So this will differ depending on the person. So something that works for one person might not work for another person. So some people have this perception of self-care being, you know, I'm working so hard on myself. Why am I still sad? because well that's because self-care is not the answer to depression or the cure to it and that's honestly a hard thing to say just because you know how are you gonna go and tell a depressed person that taking care of themselves isn't the, the 
care, you know? But it's meant to be the real you. So take the time to take care of yourself and check in, but don't hold self-care on this pedestal that'll help you fix all your problems associated with mental health because that can be destructive. So if you feel sad and you do self-care and approach it with a mentality of it curing you, you're going to feel worse when or disappointed or hurt when it doesn't, when you have another sad day and you're just beating yourself up because you're like, I've been taking care of myself. Why doesn't why isn't it working? You know, so like rather than let it get there at all, I want you all to approach self-care, as I said, as a means about learning about you, learning what works for you and learning what to do to properly take care of yourself. This little despedida is mostly for folks who struggle with mental illness just because it's often overlooked, especially in Latinx discussions. So I just wanted to approach it with that. Approach self-care as a means for learning about yourself and getting the right tools. That was really good. Thanks. Yeah, I'm happy that you're not glamorizing self-care because self-care is important, you know, taking a breather and taking a rest, but... It doesn't always solve everything, you know? If there is some force that is really pushing you into depression, you can't just face mask every day and it'll go away, you know? Yeah, no, it doesn't um, work like that. Yeah, it doesn't. It's like putting a Band-Aid over, like, a gash or, like, your leg fell off. Yeah. Just put a Band-Aid on it. No, like, yeah. there is a lot of things that contribute to depression and while taking care of yourself is super important. I'm glad that you brought up that it's not the end-all solution so thank you yes Aww. i feel so good like I'm okay when we record it's like positive energy so like it's gonna be hard <laughs> to like go to sleep and like i'll be listening to all this music and like feeling so good but i hope this energy carries over into the rest of the week for us yeah i really hope so too and i just can't wait for people to hopefully find more central american women uh artists and be more motivated yeah. to do this hopefully through this and also for myself like i want to find way more so Same. i'm just glad that we did this all right y'all thank y'all for tuning in see you next time everyone thank you have a Stay good safe. week bye, bye.